good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. Good Thank evening. you very, very much for coming. Um, we're, this week we're starting, we're finishing Mizmar Memches, which was the Shesharim of Yom Shani. We're going to start with uh, Posit Yudal. We recap Posit Yudal, but we're starting with Posit Yudal. The last two psukim of the Mizmar return to the theme of the beauty of Yerushalayim, both in the past and in the future. The Mepharshim learn it both for what was happening then and also what Yerushalayim will be like. And the continuum from Posit Yud Gimel, we finish with the Meshoyah in Posit Yud Gimel exhorting us, Sobu Tzioin Vakifuha, walk around, walk about Tzioin and encircle her, Sipu Migdoleha, count her towers. And then Ma'am Lois actually takes us through it and says, Sobu Tzioin Vakifuha, Hainu, that is, his stakru ba yofa yofa, look very carefully at the, the buildings there, the, 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 uh, of uh, Tzioin, how the, they are great in number, how much there are, how many there are. The Cholze and all of this, Kedei in order, Shetuchu l'safa bedikduk al yofya, you'll be able to express in great detail the beauty of Yerushalayim, the Gedula and its greatness. L'doyres haboim on the, to the coming generations, all the way through to ultimately the last generation that joins, that, that brings Mashiach. So that's your Gimel. And then your Dalad continues in the same theme. Shisu Libuchem, Shisu is to take note. That's, that, that, that's how uh, Art School translates it, Mark. Well, um, I think Rav Hirsch says take note. Uh, so one of the other translations, the actual meaning, and we're going to need to that because we're going to have to use a look at the word libuchem, but shisu libuchem is give heart. You know, take note, look look at lechelom, it's walled, it's ramparts. Pasku armoiseha, raise up. Pasku from the word pisko, rosha pisko, um, the, the, the height. Rav uh, Hirsch translates make eminent raised above palaces, her palaces rather in order that you may recount it to coming generations to the succeeding generations, to the end generations now we'll go straight to the word of Shisu Libuchem, the spelling of the word Libuchem is of interest because it is spelt with only one base rather than Levavachem it should be Levavachem upon your heart so what is the difference? And it's a very fascinating Rebbeinu B'chai on Bereish Yishudches Posuk Hei where Avraham Avinu speaks to the Malachim and he uses the same Loshan V'sa'adu Libachem and you should satisfy your heart with a piece of bread take a piece of bread V'sa'adu Libachem and again it is spelt with only the one race Mikan says Rebbeinu B'chai Yesh Lulmoid Smach V'sa'ad from here we can see that, that Avraham Avinu actually had an inkling that he was dealing with angels. By the way, the interesting word Malachos. You have a look at the, 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 the as I said, the Avraham Avinu understood Malachos. Now it doesn't say Malachim. It doesn't say Malachim. It says Malachos. And this is one of the, uh, I, I 
have I couldn't find it last night I'm afraid some of the Rishonim learn that is actually where the word Malach, angel, comes from. That it does the Malacha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It carries out God's will. It's a working spiritual being. And that's why it's called a Malach. The Sif, the, the Svas Emes, somewhere, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't remember where at all, says it is actually, is the word Melech, because the Malach is a, 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 a king in his own right, but with the letter Aleph designating him as a Melech of a messenger of Hashem. So it's Malach, a Melech with the Aleph of Hashem intertwined in the world. So those are two more But here, certainly, from the Rebbeinu B'chai, he's translating Malach, Malachos, as, as, as worker, worker, spiritual beings. Let's back, back to, back to Libchem. Even though they appear to Avraham as men, as we would say about a human being, um, He quotes the proof to that. There's a double base. because yes. He has two hearts, so to speak. They only have one heart. for their father in heaven. Okay, so far. That is Libachem, one heart. That's Malachim, boss of Adam. It should say Lebavachem, and that therefore should be true of our Posuk as well. In our Posuk, we're talking to us. So it should be Shisu Lebavachem. We have, the Rabbinic hasn't answered that yet. Okay? But he goes further. But he says, Hine behold, Chesor I space, and this is in itself a big limud, the lack of the base. In other words, Libchem rather than Levavachem. La Madnu Inyonim. We can learn many things from the lack of a base in the Torah. So, for example, we have Kisheshesh Yomim Osa Hashem Asashemavis Oret. Ki, because Sheshesh Yomim, six days, God made the heavenly earth. That's the exact translation into English. In six days. So, what happened to the base? So from that lack of base, how long creation is for? In inverted commas, for how long? Six thousand years. Is a thousand years, as we know, it says in positive. And therefore, is actually a dictate of how long the world will last. And because of the lack of a base. Not because, we, we, very often, you know, we learn and we say, oh, because he's got an extra letter and he's got an extra word. No, no, no. He's telling us because of the lack of the base, we have that an incredible limud. We can learn a principle that not one letter in the Torah is more or less necessary than another. If it's there, it's for a reason. If it's not there, it's also for a reason. The words of the Rebbeinu Mechai concerning what we've learned so far from the Posuk of Avraham Avinu. Then he says as follows. I'm missing out a little bit. Sorry. Which is sure by definition now, because it's Malachim. It says, 
And this is where we see, as I mentioned at the very beginning, that the Mephoshim learned this whole Mizma, and I've mentioned this last week as well, the whole Mizma of now and La'osid. And the Rebbeinu B'chai is learning here that this whole Mizma is La'osid. Shisu Libachem, because we are talking La'osid, and then Kal Yisrael, members of Kal Yisrael, will only have the one heart, La'ovinu Shabbat Shemayim. So that is Pshat in Shisu Libachem, and why it is one, and also a, a fascinating Yisrael, letters where they are or aren't in the Torah, Hakadoshah are of importance. Which is uh, an interesting. Where is the Yeah, so she's good with your jealous. No, what? Lechelah. Her ramparts. Right, her ramparts. We're getting there. Now, the, the, what, what is Lechelah? That's the next thing we're going to have a look at. Is the ramparts. Hu hakatano ashesoviv hachoyma hagadoyla. Apparently, walls were made in stages. So you had a, whether it goes this way around, a lower outer wall, and then a higher inner wall, or the other way around, a higher outer wall and a lower rampart. Most probably, those of you who walked in Yerushalayim, um, if you've ever walked down to the coastal, there are the ramparts, and actually, it was a lower wall out inside the higher wall, because the archers and the defenders would stand on the lower lampart in order to shoot across the the, the upper wall, mm-hmm. and it can actually be seen like that. And I, I don't, I, I, that's my guess, but we'll see from Rav Hirsch in a moment. It's certainly that way round that the lower wall is on the inside and the higher wall is on the outside. So that's a hail rampart. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the, what's the, uh, the, the proper English word for? Or, there's a proper English word: the ramparts of a castle, yes. and behind them you have the level on which the defenders would stand, which is slightly lower. And I, I think it's got a proper name, but I can't remember it. No? Okay, right. So, that's a chayl. Um So, again, the Radak explains, which is around the big wall. Right? Start with the chayl, and then the Posset continues and contrasts it to Pasku Right, which we said was look up at the at the palaces from the word to um, make eminence, um, as we said from Hirsch, Hirsch. Okay, so raise up, make eminence her palaces. Another translation of Chela is brought by the Targum, who translates it as Uchlu Soho, her vast population, a Chayil Godo, meaning lots and lots of numbers. So. So he will learn the vast numbers, says the Targum, the vast numbers of people that lived in Yerushalayim. And with that, the Al Shikha Kodosh has a, 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 an incredible pshat. Uh, I love it. You'll, you'll see what I mean. And after that, as we said, this is the numerous amount of people, the, the, the multitude, which is in. They are so great that it would appear that Yerushalayim HaKodesh can't even hold the number of people that are there. Besides the towers that which we mentioned in Pasuket Gimel, there are palaces in order for the populace to live in, 
והנה, and behold, if you shear oirech v'roichav ha'ir, according to the length and breadth of the city, halavayyeh mokam lemisper migdaleh, there should be enough room for the number of palaces and, and, and towers. V'nimtso, so we find, ki'almanois, the palaces, hein k'marimimus ba'avir ha'ir, they seem to be floating on air. They seem to be over and above. Those of you who know Yerushalayim Hayoim and how they build stage on stage on stage on stage, higher up the mountains, up the mountains, up the mountains, until actually you look as if you look up and, and they're resting on nowhere. <laughs> sort of, and this is exactly what, 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 what the Al Shekhar Kodesh is telling us. That is exactly what we would see. Because in natural, natural circumstances, the city of Yerushalayim could not could not contain the amount of people. And he learns that is Pshat in Pirkei Ovois, where it says that one of the ten miracles of Yerushalayim, I felt cramped. It is not natural the way Yerushalayim was. And therefore the Potsit says, from what we are seeing now, that's a kalvachoyme. If that is what Yerushalayim looks like now, and it, the, the palace is floating in the air, the, the, the numerous people that Alpi Teva can't live, kalvachoyme, how much more so, when the third base of Migdash is built, or the Mount of Sapkhula, Dar Achroim, Shiyehili Yisrael, Amunas Uman, Umiftach Ala Osid. We believe and trust in our college folk who bring Mashiach to Canaan and we'll see the Ba'at Ashlishi and the, the, new, the, the, the amount of people that will actually live in Yerushalayim HaKadosh so Chayel nothing to do with walls to do with numbers okay? is there an area of the base on it that's called the Chayel? oh right we'll come to that in a moment in a couple of moments I'll put it what? Yeah, early on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, been, is it yours? it's been. It's yours. Okay. It's someone near the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, every, everything we're saying about Chel here could fit there as well, as far as I understood from the I didn't go into that. Apparently, it, it matches. Anyway, let's move on. We see from the end of the words of the Al Sheikh that he understands Leman to Sapu to subsequent Dairois, and that is what Rashi actually writes, as Goiva, there's Yofyo, it's great heights and it's great beauty, to the gener- generation after you. And similarly in, in um, the Radak, the Radak seems to play both, tell them what Yerushalayim looks now, and what it will ultimately look like, the Osid. And he says as follows, you should take the tell to the last generation's climber. That is to say, from generation to generation, to the last generation, they will never see a house, a building, as beautiful as that building. And that is the Navua, he points to the Navua in Yeshaya Hanavi, in Yishah Novi Perek Nun Dalas Sukim Yud Aleph and Yud Base, very well piece, well known piece of Yishah. Anias Ayo, 
which roughly translates is, Behold, I will cover your stones with fair colors and lay your foundations with sapphires and I will make your windows of rubies and your gates of beryl and all your borders the choice of stones. So that Navua of the Osid is where we're getting to. And that ultimately, Hashem, we look forward to seeing that. So that's how the duck learns. And I'd like to finish off, though, with an incredible, incredible insight of Rav Hirsch. And I must say, I'm not, I'm not an expert in Rav Hirsch, but over, over the years, I've learned enough of Rav Hirsch. This is Mamish classic Rav Hirsch. And it says as follows. According to the Gemara Psochim, Chayel is a low wall situated within a principal wall that was higher. So Rav Hirsch learns very clearly it's the higher one is the outer wall, the inner one. Chayel v'chomer, as we see in, in Eicho. V'akosh Pochu destroys Chayel v'chomer. Inner wall and outer wall. He quotes then a Mishnah in Kalim that the first room set apart within the walls of the temple mount was to keep away Tomei Mace, which legally could come as far as the Ezra Shisrael. And this was called the Chel. So the Chel was actually set up as a place to which, as an indication to which, those people who were Tomei Mace could come no further into the Beis HaMikdash. Okay. In verse Yudalad, it makes res- reference to this particular delimination. 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 No, it should be an M. Listen. Yeah, printer. Print yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not, not my fault. Not my fault. Yeah. Right. Delimination. Then, this together with Paschal Armanoseo would contain a significant thought. What's shot? She's Libuchem Lechela would then be a charge to people of Israel to take care, rigidly, to maintain this delimination. Delimination? No, use it again. It must be a word. In order, thus, to express symbolically the duty to protect the sanctuary against any desecration that might come into it from the city. In other words, I'm setting up this chayol so that it should act as a barrier between the city and the, the base Hamikdash, a buffer zone. A buffer zone. In other words, Adkan, and I don't want anything to pass through that shouldn't. Therefore, any Tomei Mace can only come this far, etc., etc., etc. The influence of the outside city should not in any way permeate in, into the base Hamikdash. At the same time, Pascal Armanoiser would imply that everyday life taking place within the city was an integral part of the sanctuary as well. For the purpose of the sanctuary is served only if the law, as symbolized in the thought of the sanctuary, is made a living reality within the life of the city. So it's actually got to pass out as well. What emanates the Kedusha and the Tahara and HaRakadosh Baruch Hu, one of the Beit HaMikdosh, must pass out into the city. We cannot bring the city into the Beit HaMikdosh, but certainly the influence of the Beit HaMikdosh must permeate into the city. And he says, it would be the same thought that is pressed in the very first instruction given to the Jewish tribes for their encampment around the sanctuary in the desert. Now, I looked it up. I, I can't see that Rav Hirsch actually 
says pshat like that here, but it's obvious what he's speaking about. The, the posuk is in Bamidvah Perak base, in the beginning of the Sedra, and it says, and the posuk Aleph reads, um, Ish, each man, al to his flag, but Oisos, with the enzymes of the signs, the base of Osom, of the house of their fathers, Yachnu B'nei Yisrael, B'nei Yisrael shall camp, Mineged, at a distance, Soviv, but around the Oyam Moed Yachanu. So you've got the same Mineged, Soviv, at a distance, around. What has to happen is, there has to be a guard wall. You can't have Kal Yisrael clambering over the base of Migdash, they told me, they can't bring the influence of the city into the base of Migdash. On the other hand, the base of Migdash must permeate, and the Mishka must permeate, permeate, into the city, and it is only that way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Torah is being kept as it should. I a classical piece of Afresh, absolutely beautiful. Anyway, so that brings us to Pesach Tzvod. Now it's Pesach of the Mizma. Kizeh Elokim. The Pesach reads Kizeh Elokim that this is Hashem. This is God Elokeinu, our God. Olam Ed forever or forever and ever. Who in the Hagenu, he will guide us, Al Mus. Okay, we'll come to the translation of Al Mus in a minute. I we have to take that slowly. The Sifonu explains the Pshuta Shal Mikra as follows. He says as follows Kizer Elakim, this is Hashem, Shinosan Kozah Kovah, the game, all the glory and honor that we see in Yushalayim HaKodesh that is given by Hashem. Kizer Elakim, this is God's work. Who Elokeinu, this Elokim, is our God, Olam Vo'ed forever. Lo Yishtana, he won't change. Immutable, unchangeable, omnipotent. Lo Yishtana, all the things that we know about, about of our God. When we act in the proper manner and do his will, which would actually plug into what Rav Hirsch just said, Right? Who Yenahagenu, he will guide us almus, says the Sipona, what's Psha Almus? Yenahagenu Hakovid, he will treat us, guide us with that same glory, that same honor as we've seen in Yushlaim, but Nitsri Ula Almead eternally. And that's what that possibly means according to the, the Sipona. So Almus is takes on the word Olomois. Right? Olomi, forever, eternally. Um, I don't, I'm not Kasper Shalom arguing with Ilkhan Fur, but he quotes officially the Sephano, and I'd I, 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 I just like to compensate. I, I, I'll read it from, I, I've got it written now, I wrote it down. I'll read it from inside. It says as follows. as follows Kizelakim, this is God Elokeinu our God forever and ever what will be related to your descendants down to the last generation that this is God the Lord who was with us in the past in the former Jerusalem he will never change and will continue to be our God forever and ever in the Jerusalem of the future and he quotes that in the name of the Sephardim 
And to my mind, he has actually missed out a very, very important and vital part of that Papanu, and that is the Krishna if we carry out his will. It's not so, you know, oh yeah, it's going to happen, that's how it's going to be. There is a clause in there from my Kodesh Krishna We've got to act to deserve it. It doesn't happen. I'm not arguing with him. Possibly the Pinto or whatever, or it wasn't written properly, or wasn't editing, thing. I'm not declaring or, or in any way it, it goes back, um, it falls into my mind, uh, as I must say, it goes back many, 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 many years ago when I was in Yeshiva. They produced, Masada uh, Rafkuk produced a dual volume, very, very small, that synthesized the words of the Maharal. Now, anybody who's learnt Maharal or heard Maharal, it can be very repetitive, it seems to be saying the same thing in very different language, and it's actually a very, vo- very, very large volumes. And what they did was they praised it. And they put it together in small, two small volumes. I went to the Matshah and I said, is this the way to learn Maharal? He said, look, if you want an overview of Maharal, it's a marvelous thing, but whatever, before you quote Maharal, you must look it up inside. You cannot rely on this to quote from. And that is all, all I'm pointing out. Read in English, left to my advice, read the English and the uh, it, it's, it's missing, it's lacking. If you learn the way I, I read do the Lashna Kodesh Stefano, it is not quite the same. It is not quite the same. So I just want to point that out, that that, that is the Lashna Stefano, and, and the Chaim Foyas will as soon as, you know, puts it together like that. Okay, so Rav Hirsch, the Chetan formulates the Posuk in the following manner. And he says, um, that this God, whose will and whose rule are manifest in the sanctuary and in this city, as we've just learned, is our God, the God of the Jewish community, forever. Yenahagenu almus, he will lead us beyond the mortality, which is the ordinary lot of all peoples, and he will make us immortal amongst the nations. So almus, again, immortality. From the word death. So, oilomos, we, we just learned, and we just said, um, for, from from the Sipano, for Nitzchi for Eilami, immortal. And here we have it again, the immortality of the Jewish nation. Um, so the Sipano and Rav Hirsch almost eternity and mortality. But the word almost is given a number of interpretations by the Mephorshim. So we've seen two from the Sponu and Rav Hirsch, both telling us similar. And it's based actually on an argument between, not argument, uh, different, different, uh, I don't know how, how you would word it, between the Targum and the Masayra, whether Almus is two separate words, or Almus is mm-hmm. one word. The Targum and also Rashi sees it as one word. And they translate it as Almus, and therefore Rashi explains Almus being youth. Elaine? Youth, youthfulness. So he says, Ka'odam hamanik espanai koton, just like a person will lead his young son up slowly, gently. He then quotes Menachem, that's Menachem's Suruk, who also reads it as one word, an oilmim from oilom meaning forever, as we will see the Malbim says the same. But Rashi himself 
learns it from almost of youth. And in fact, in the art school tra- translation, they actually translate that. Well, he will guide us like children. No. So, you know. that, that would be if it's... We'll see, but we'll take it slowly. So we've got it one word at the moment, and that one word will be, like, in a, I want to actually just, oh, uh, just digress a little bit. The Rashi has told us, Slowly, gently. Uh, the Ma'amloi adds the words as follows: His young child, which is not his slight, slight variant, but the same sort of thing. Not just slowly, but with love and, 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 and delicacy and passion. Compassion, compassion, compassion. Yes, thank you. The Ma'amloi actually also quotes one of the Hasidic from Degon Machne Ephraim and it's also brought down one of the other Lekutsu's forum from Rebleiv Pistina Pistina Zech and they take this motion just a little bit further and they say as follows that the Pesach here has the same Kavon as the Moshul of a father who's teaching his child to walk so at first he'll hold his hand guide him hold his hands up and, and then when the child gets the idea a little bit He'll turn the child around to face him and he'll move away from him until clap his hands and come on, come on, come on until you draw him towards you. And that is exactly the sort of way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu himself to Kli Yisrael as well. And that's that same. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu goes out of his way to bring the Jew towards him. The man, the adult should learn and be himself. Just like a child. And that is the chinuch that HaKadosh Baruch gives us as well. Whether it's ba'av or chemlo, with love and compassion, whether it's out slowly and gently, whichever way. But that, 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 that comparison between the way God treats us as children. And that is if, basically, you learn it as one word. The Masoa, the Menchashai, and others see it as two words, almus. And so Evan Ezra explains admusnu until death. And the reduction is to say exactly the same thing, till death. Almus. But God will lead us until death. The Evan Ezra acts adds of a Yesh Omrim, which I found very, very interesting. He says as follows the Yesh Omrim Megazeras Vene'elam to be hidden. Same Elmos, and he says that Akharish Bachu leads us the Minhatoiv Ne'elam Mahanivroim, but the ways of Akharish Bachu are hidden from man. Elmos, you sometimes question, sometimes wonder what's going on here. Who you now gain Elmos? Hidden. The ways of Akharish Bachu are not obvious to anyone, and he leads us and, and, and looks after us. I actually saw, um, brought down also one of the liquids from from, from Kehillah Selva, from, from Medrash, Hu yinagenu almus b'shnei oilamos, oilamazer and oilamabo. So, oilamos, again, as one word seems to be the Medrash, and oilamos meaning worlds. So, you've got worlds, um, oilamazer and oilamabo. So, you can see from the Farshim, and the way it goes, that there are different interpretations of the word almus, often based on whether it's one word or two words. 
whichever way you learn it, it has incredible limudim, as we saw from Rabbeinu Bechai, with just one letter missing, and here we've got a whole word that, that, that seems to be teaching us. The Malbim learns beautiful shot in these two psukim. Again, I, I, you know, sometimes I sit down to make the shear and I sometimes I can't find anything. I can't find anything. And here, Baruch Hashem, one thing after another excites me. Listen to this Malbim. Give heart, concentrate, mark out its ramparts. Ru'uno, says the Malbim, see now, please. Me he hachoma hamokepes esroir. Who is this wall that surrounds the city? Belohi niaches asali konis letoichoi, and doesn't let the storm, maybe of goigu magoi, enter into the city. But he doesn't say what storms. The storms of of, of war to enter into the city. Paske almonoiseo, elevates its its palaces. Oluwa rosha piska, go up to the height shel almonoiseo of its palaces. Ru miashoyme, who is the god who omer berosha almonois leshomro, who stand on the palace walls. In order to guard it, the man says, So you can tell the later generations and let them know who is the real God. Me, he, who is this God? The real God is our God. It is the wall and the, and the ramparts of Yerushalayim. For who Hashem and He Hashem is the God that stands on its high, high, high palaces. For and He will stand there forever. For who you know, Genu Olamos Hainu Ad Olam. He is the real God. And just to finish um, with the words of the Medrash. It's a beautiful medrash, and again, we hope and doubt it will soon be fulfilled. It's, it's um, based, about, but introduction, short one, it's based on, on the fact that wherever it says the word in the Torah, whenever it says the word zef, it is actually something you should be able to point at. So, for example, for example, the classic example is Zekeli Va'amvehu. This is my God, and I shall glorify him, on which the Medrash says, they recognized HaKadosh Baruch Hu because when they were left out into the, in, into the orchards by their parents, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself came down and gave them Tzur, Advash Mitzur, etc. HaKadosh Baruch Hu them. So when they saw HaSain, they saw this Hishmah Choma, Zekeli Va'amvehu, this is my God, and they could actually point to it. So wherever you've got the word Zeh, there is something you can point at. Okay. So, says the Medrash as follows. Medrashim Tehillim, I think in Kehelas Chabot as well. Kizeh alekim alekenu, mahu kizeh. What does it mean, kizeh? That this is again. Medrash seems to be asking, how's the zeh? How? Where do you point to? Reb Rachiyah, Reb Chelba, Reb Elazar, B'Shem, Reb Yosi Bar Chanina Oma. Osid in the future, Hakadosh Baruch Hu laasos. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will make mochel, a dance. That's based most most probably on the word. Shisu Lubachem Lechela. So the dance that Akkadish Baruch will make. The Tzadikim for the righteous Lasid Lavoi. Akkadish Baruch will call him Mohem. And Akkadish Baruch will dance together with them. Vehein Marin Oisa Be'etzba. And they will point to Akkadish Baruch with a finger. Shinem as it says, Hine Elekein Ezeh Kavina Loi. Yeshenu. Lekach Ne'emar. Therefore it says, Kizeh Elekim Elekeinu. This is God, our God. For who you nagenu amus. In two words, 
Hakol Shoimim, everybody, the nations will hear overcome his enemies, and what he does with Yisrael, Shinema, Shimu no Zois, Kolo Amim, or Shimu, it doesn't say no in the Apostle, Shimu Zois, Kolo Amim, in Tehillim, that everybody of the nations will hear of what HaKadosh Baruch has done on our behalf. I'm looking forward to Osid very, very soon. We will be so happy to see that. Thank you very, very much.